Yeah, 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 I got mine too, man. I got my shit right here on the whiteboard. I'm ready to get a cracking cut. Dog, like, I, oh, man, bro. I'm gonna get to it though, but I, I'm not no hater though. I just wanted to clarify that. I'm not a hater. I promise. Oh, you mean, you, you're gonna mess with static. I just want you to know that. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know. But Hell it no. just pains me because it's like, dog, like, this nigga is the most helped player of all time. You like, I can tell. You know? With the exception of his first go round in Cleveland, he's been able to hand pick his teams, bro. Right or wrong? That's not as uncommon as people make it seem, though. Uh, Historically. I think as of late, it's becoming more of a trend because players have more control. But mm-hmm. I remember at one point, i I'll never forget this. In the summertime, after y'all got AD, y'all was still going after Kawhi and Paul. Yep. Why is that necessary? Why not? If you this great player, why go after all those players? But if you're a GM, why not? Let me ask you this though. Let me ask you this. If 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 Kawhi and Paul George go to that team, do you still honor LeBron's title or greatness? Um I don't know, bro. Like I think because I, I saw Kobe take a team with Pau Gasol. And win the finals, bro. That team was all right, though. Like, some, some teams they, work. Were they better than this Laker team? Um, I think that would be a great matchup. But then we, we had Lamar Odom then, too, right? Yeah, well, you have Lamar. You we, had, we, we, had Meta, we had World Peace. Yeah, Meta, you had Derek Fisher. That was the I want to say we had someone else that was legit at the time. I could be what wrong. Was that, 2008? 2008, 2009, some, somewhere in that time frame. That was their last championship, correct? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Yeah, I mean, we was we was stacked, bro. Like, I don't think y'all was stacked. Bruh, you got to think that that Powell at the time was playing out of his mind. Like, Powell had just left, uh, where was he at before us? Uh, Memphis. And he was, okay. he, he was an all-star, if I remember correctly. Um, we got him, and and Powell had that he was a power forward who had a very Tim Duncan style game in that he could play back to the basket or face the basket, and he had he was very high IQ offensively, like and he could make great passes. Agreed. Um, y'all had y'all had oh no nah, y'all weren't that stat. Okay, y'all had Andrew Bynum. Yeah, Bynum. Bynum was the Bynum was all right. Bynum was all right. Yeah, Lamar Odom, Derek Fisher. Lo, you can't can't sleep on Lo. The first stretch big. Meadow? No, 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 no. I, I actually think uh, Odom is underrated as a player. I, I agree with that. Now, I'm a, I'm a big Odom fan, actually. Um, yeah. You had Powell, you had Kobe, uh, Shannon Brown, Jordan Farmar. But compare them to this team now. But then we, if we had Meadow, too, because, like, like uh, Meadow, Meadow had just bust our ass before we picked him up. Yeah, he yeah, he yeah. was giving us fits. Yeah. But was they, were they better than this team now, though? No, 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 I'm not saying that, but I'm saying in a seven-game series, I think it could go either way. I think this team would do the same thing Miami's doing now. They'd get one or two games. Mm. One or two games. But no. I, I bring that up to say this. I just feel like Kobe had less to work with. 
than what LeBron has now. Look, LeBron has that, that team is first of all they're huge. Yeah, they're yeah, we're we're gigantic, bro. We we make we like someone tweeted um all of our games are like JV versus varsity. They're huge, bro. Yeah, and, 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 and Rondo six two with a seven foot wingspan. I think people forget that. Do you know what it's like to when somebody's just long, bro? <laughs> like, Do I? Yeah. Jesus, like you, right? You a small guard, bro? Yeah, you yeah. You know what that's like, bro? Yeah, that shit's frustrating as fuck. <laughs> it's funny, bro. Like you can't. What can you do with that? You can't. You. you have I, I mean, like I said, I'm, I, ain't, I ain't gonna get too into it. I don't. I mean, I know people gonna say what they want to say, but I, I just feel like LeBron has played on some pretty extraordinary teams to not have one more. All right, I ain't gonna lie. This argument kind of pussy. I thought you was gonna come harder than that. What else you got? You know why I be coming like this? Because I, I feel like if I come the way I want to, people gonna try and call me. And it's not hate, bro. It's really not, dog. But like LeBron has played on some of the. I think my camera's working. LeBron has played on some of the best teams ever, bro. Ever. Is that your? Is that is that all you? Is that all you're bringing to the fight, though? Either. I, I I don't I don't like how people. I feel like people really want to say he better than Jordan, bro. They really want to do that. They really want to, bro. LeBron sexuals, yes. They really want to, bro. I respect the fuck out of LeBron. I think he's top three all time. Hands down. Top mm-hmm. three all time. But I don't like how Kobe gets overlooked in that GOAT conversation, bro. No, nah, that, nah, that pisses me off. That blows that, me. I, that I feel like Kobe was a overall. Even though he don't have an assist like that, I feel like Kobe was the better player. If you put Kobe on his team with Anthony Davis, they would still dominate it, bro. Oh yeah, I mean, if they, if Kobe, if this was Kobe instead of uh, LeBron, the series would be over. It would have been, it would have been overall. They would have asked what? Uh, AD. Now I'm gonna say this, and this may come back to haunt me in the future. AD has the potential to go down as the greatest Laker ever. If he stays, yeah. So I was, I was having a conversation with our, with our homies, and I was like, I've been a Laker fan since I can remember watching basketball. The first basketball game I remember watching was Magic. Like, yeah, that's how far, that's how deep my roots go, bro. I remember the Eddie Jones, Nick Van Exel days. I was there during the hard times when we were starting. No, no, no credit. Yo, he's a, he was a monster. Uh, oh, bro. I, I was there uh, when, when fucking we had Jordan Farmar and Smush Parker. Were you a Smush fan? Uh, Sacre and Ronnie Turiel. I was. I I stayed true during all those years, bro. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, yeah. So, I, <laughs> and just with that being said, I don't want to harp on that too long. I've never seen no one like AD. Mm-hmm. I know niggas like man. He was doing that New Orleans. He was doing that New Orleans. All right, man. Yeah, nigga, shut the fuck up. Who was watching New Orleans games when he was there? Shut the fuck up. Man, people keep on he with me. He's been doing this. All right, bro, bro. I get it. The numbers were there. He was an all-star. Cool. I didn't watch him. No. So now that I'm watching him consistently, I've never seen a player like AD, bro. He is a guard at seven feet or six ten, whatever he is. He he if you and then I think too, if you fo- if you follow Anthony Davis over his career at Kentucky, he was literally just a shot blocker. And oh, uh, I was just making that argument last night, bro. Uh he's developed like even his his First few years in New Orleans, uh, he wasn't a perimeter player like he is now. Yeah, he won. He won MOP in the Final Four or or the championship game with two points. 
Yeah, like two yeah. points, 11 blocks, and some ridiculous like that. So I didn't know, like, I just thought he was an amazing defensive and rebounding big man. Yeah. Like, now that I'm seeing him, like, I'm just putting up numbers in New Orleans, but I know how he was getting it done. But now that I'm seeing it, I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, dog, this, this nigga different. He's different. I think he's improved a lot since New Orleans. I mean, again, like I said, I to see him hit all these big three-point shots, um, he wasn't doing that as much in New Orleans. He's improved as a three-point shooter. Just the, every time he touches the ball and shoots it, I, 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 I feel like it's going in. Oh, me too. And that's how it's looked the entire playoffs. It looks even like- when he does that step back, which is typically when niggas shoot that, you like, that's some bullshit. But like when AD shoots it, I'm like, lay up, lay up. No, no, and that's that's what his shots are looking like. They look like, and that's why I said I think he's the best player in these finals. It just looks easy to him. Yeah, man. I, I really hope Bro stays healthy uh, because I'm I'm a part of the ride. Even if he doesn't stay a Laker, like I'm I'm a I'm an AD fan now. So I haven't had a favorite player since, uh, I was going to say since D-Rose, but I, I was really on the stealth. Were you a big D-Rose fan? Huge. Okay. Huge Derrick Rose fan. So here's the crazy thing, bro. So when I was in college, uh, like my my roommate at the time, Yak, he would be like, man, we're going to watch Pooh play. I'm like, okay. He's like, man, nah, you got to come with us, man. Pooh the show. I'm not going to watch no high school nigga play. You know what I'm saying? Like they would drive to Chicago from Indiana. Right. To, to watch, you know, Derrick Rose play. But I didn't know Pooh was Derrick Rose. And then right. his I was still asleep because so, his first year, well, well, his year in college when he was at Memphis. Yeah. I was actually, are you kidding me? I'm getting a FaceTime video in the middle of my podcast. Uh, it's I'll my call daughter. him out. That's your daughter. Mm-hmm. You got to let her know. <laughs> yeah. I'm doing my podcast, baby girl. You want to say hi to the podcast? Hi. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll text you when it's over to see if you're still up, okay? Okay. All right, I love you. Love you too. All right. Bye. Yeah. Might as well just bring her on. She's our third guest, our third member. Listen to me. So. It's funny because uh, someone was talking one day, they heard me talking to her and it was like, you be having really deep conversations with her. Like me and my daughter talk like she's a grown woman. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? She's 11, but she, she we have really complex conversations. Like I, I tell everyone like she's, she's gonna be a billionaire. Like her way of thinking is just different. Yeah. I mean, these, these kids these days period are just, I, 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 they're smart. Like when it comes, like these kids that make millions off YouTube, like, these kids are hustlers nowadays, bro. The way they use the internet and, and monetize, like, bro, like, these kids are different, bro, like. Exactly. And that's what, um, you know, that what's unique about my daughter. She just started her second business. She, really? uh Yeah, so her first business, she started a chapstick and lip gloss line because she needed, the chapsticks and lip glosses that she was using uh, wasn't good for her skin. Okay. So she looked up literally how to make, you know, lip balm for sensitive skin and she just ran with it she asked you know she needed the supplies we got other supplies and um she, yeah she just started making it on her own selling it and now she's doing um a organic nail care line for kids that's kid friendly with the colors and you know what i'm saying yeah yeah she just her brain is just different bro different, yeah it's different uh last week uh while i was in atlanta we, we talked about, you know, just saving and 
you know, percentage investing and, and, and what type of accounts uh, render certain types of, um, what's the word I'm looking for? God damn it, I just had a brain fart. You know, like, you know, like when you invest and you get a certain amount for how much is in your account. Anyway, we discussed that and like it blew her brain and she was like, you know, just looking up percentages of if she saves this with this type of account, what type of money would that render in five years? Like she's just, right. she's different. She's different, yeah, bro. Yeah, it, it blows my mind because I was nothing like that. I was a dumbass kid. I was a dumbass kid. <laughs> I didn't know nothing outside of sports, bro, at all. <laughs> nothing, bro. Like, but like, a lot of these kids, like, like my niece and nephew, like the way they into the internet, it ain't like they just scrolling. Like they, they, they finding out ways to use TikTok to promote things, and you know what I mean. Like, like the, the. I mean, the internet is is not always bad. Like, it's a lot of ways they can, you know, mm-hmm. use things to demonetize what they're doing it's crazy bro like it's it's definitely a different like playing field than when we was coming up like yeah 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 she um she actually so i had to work while i was down there a little bit as well and she was around when i was on a conference call and i got off the conference call she was like that i see why you tell me to own my own business she was like i never want to do that <laughs> she was like that was so boring <laughs> Wait, is, she, is she in sports too like what is what's like what's her thing you know no, well, she did play basketball, and she told me she was straight up with me. She was like, "Dad, I just I I don't want to play basketball anymore." She was like, "No, I want to do I want to do other things." So, her thing is she's just she's so both of my kids are creative creatives, okay. but Asia, my oldest, is musically inclined. It's entertainment in general. Yeah. My youngest, uh, she loves acting and she's good at it, but she's more she's creative in a more mental way. So like, for instance, um, she loves like architecture and she like one of the games she plays is centered around architecture and interior design. Oh, that's dope. Yeah, she yeah, she's just, she's really complex, man. Like it's, it's so crazy. Uh, man, let me, God damn, let me introduce the podcast. Uh, <laughs> Get into it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we, I mean, shit, we've been into it now, bro. And I already had the timer on anyway, so fuck it. Oh, uh, cool, cool. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the ADHD Podcast. We are back with episode 14. I'm your host, Tramel James. I'm here with my co-host, Sonny Trill. Yo, yo, what's going on, everybody? Another week, another podcast. Consistency is the name of the game. That's what we've been doing every week. Every week, man. We're not going to stop, man. Rain, sleet, hail, or snow, because you got to be inside anyway. Fuck it. (laughs) So, um, yeah, man. So, I, I received some constructive criticism about the podcast from one of our homies who also uh, used to have a podcast and I'm gonna try to stick with it. So I got the timer up, Sonny. So I don't mind how long the actual podcast goes, but I want the topics to not go over 15 minutes. Just to give you an idea, when me and you first started talking, I started it and we just hit the 15 minute mark. So okay. so yeah, I'll, I'll, cause you can see me, right? Yeah. Okay, I'll signal you or something with- Okay. With a number and I'll let you know how many minutes we have left. Cool. cool. So that, that way we won't we won't be getting too long winded with the stuff. But um I do have another thought about this LeBron James thing. And okay. I'm finna I'm finna get all my shit off for everyone who's been get talking shit. I, I'm I'm definitely about to go there because y'all acted up yesterday. <laughs> so um with with all this being said, I've let me first give a caveat. I've never been a LeBron James fan. I'm actually a LeBron James hater. So say it. Like like I I didn't fuck with LeBron before he came to LA, but the LA family, you a Laker now. I'm riding with you. 
Um, one thing that I can say for sure that has changed my opinion, two things to make me like the guy. For one, his work as a, as a man, like opening the school, his philanthropy work, uh, uh, his, his outspokenness on social justice issues, uh, uh, him speaking out on what's going on with Black people, him speaking out what's, what's going on in the world. I, I love all of that. Um, also, along with that, LeBron is the cleanest celebrity figure we've ever had, in my opinion, at that level. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree with that. LeBron is, in my opinion, as big as Michael Jackson, and it's not, it's, it, ain't a, it ain't a piece of stank on that boy. I agree. He is squeaky clean, and I respect it, because, nigga, listen, if I was drafted to the NBA when I was 17, 18 years old, that would not be the case. Yeah, 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 no. I would have several scandals. Okay, last thing. So LeBron reminds me of a former Laker, Shaq. Hey, your video's back. Hey, the computer stopped being a pussy finally. Right. So um, LeBron reminds me of Shaq. Why do you say that, Tramiel? I'll tell you. LeBron is the first player since Shaq that I've seen play that seems impossible to officiate. LeBron, I watched LeBron play, and, and people talking about me, all LeBron do is whine, whine, whine. I agree with y'all. He, he makes me mad with the, with the whine and shit. Every time he gets a call, he looking at the ref like, LeBron, all right, man. But um, he, I've never seen anyone besides Shaq that takes so much punishment in that 48 minutes on the court. I was watching the last Miami game. And in my head, I'm like, foul, foul. But then I had to remember, like, it's not a foul because he's so different. He's big. So you you can't you can't reach on LeBron how you would reach on Trey Young. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You can't go for the ball the same way. You can't go for a block. And if you're trying to stop him from a guaranteed bucket, you can't wrap him up the same. Like you you have to you, you gotta put some oomph into it. Yeah, you gotta you gotta give it to him. So with that being said, like, I respect him. Like that play last night, man, when LeBron was, um, when LeBron got the steal and Tyler, okay. he, and Tyler Hero came and tried to give him a little contact and LeBron yeah. gave him that little oomph with the shoulder. It wasn't even a lot. He gave him a little tap, but that little white boy went flying to the right and LeBron dunked that hole. I was like. Yeah. Now there was a similar play that was in question with Jimmy Butler where he did the same thing. Mm -hmm. Right. And so a lot of people were saying, oh, there's some discrepancies there. And I, I feel where they're coming from. But honestly, I wouldn't have called a foul on either one of those plays. Jimmy got called for the foul. Mm. But honestly, I wouldn't have called that. Because if you're running fast, the slightest little bit of nudge could send you flying. Exactly. The momentum takes you the other way. So I wouldn't have called a foul either way. But that was a topic today on on the timeline was yeah and for you and for you motherfuckers like you 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 youtube twitter instagram group chat referees let me tell you something about being an athlete man <laughs> when you're running at top speed or you're in the air the slightest bit of contact depending on your weight and your density sends you flying it does. So in this situation with LeBron and Tyler, obviously Tyler's way smaller than LeBron. That little tap he gave Tyler, 
to let him know, like, you know, let him know he's there to get him up off him a little bit. That sent him flying. That's all it takes, bro. It wasn't a foul. It wasn't an offensive foul. Like, he was, LeBron was bracing for contact. It's just that Tyler didn't have the weight to stay with it. Now, had that been uh, Bam, Bam wouldn't have fl- flew like that. That's what I'm saying. Like, he, he has to be the toughest player since Shaq to officiate. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. I, I think my only issue with LeBron is um and I'm gonna I'm gonna just I'm just come out and say it. I, I think he's top three all time, you know. Mm-hmm. But I, I just feel like people um they overhype him sometimes, bro. You know, I think I think a lot of times LeBron plays with a lot of good players that don't get the credit because they have a LeBron. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think A D has been playing phenomenal this entire playoffs. And he's not going to get the credit he deserves because everybody's LeBron, 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 LeBron. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it was like that, you know, was, I felt like it was like that in Cleveland. You know, Kyrie hit one of the biggest shots I've ever seen, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and I feel like, you know, Kyrie don't get enough credit. Now, granted, I'm not the biggest Kyrie fan, but, I mean, LeBron has had a lot of help. Since th- that first go-around in Cleveland, he's played on some really good basketball teams. So what do you say, what do you say to, because I'm going to challenge you on this. Okay. Kobe has Shaq. Kobe has Shaq. The Warriors had KD, Stealth, Clay, and Draymond, who, as much as niggas hate Draymond, Draymond initiated this NBA with the, the point forward big man. Even though Lamar Odom was the first, Draymond made it to where teams was no, like, Draymond, we gotta Draymond do that. I've, I've seen Draymond facilitate and, and get Steph and Clay a lot of open shots. And Draymond used to also hit a lot of threes, but mm-hmm. you know, uh, Magic's Lakers. I mean, shit, Worthy, Kareem. I mean, I, the list goes on and on. The, the, the most Celtics teams, like they were stacked. The Bad Boys were stacked. Jordan had Pippen. Jordan had another top fifty NBA player on his team who will guard the best player night in, night out, unless they pissed off Jordan. Jordan was like, nah, give me that motherfucker because Jordan yeah. had issues. He was a nigga at the end of the day, and I appreciate that about him. So what do you say to that? Like every, like all of your legendary teams I'm, 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 had. I'm, I'm, no, no, I'm glad, you, I'm glad you brought that point up. But it, when you look at it, bro, um, with the exception of, of Detroit and, and that Boston team, they were the only people to beat Jordan. Mm. When Jordan got over that hump, nobody was beating Jordan. Nobody. LeBron has been beaten mm. plenty of times. That's the difference, in my opinion. Nobody was beating Jordan. Nobody got rings when Jordan was around, bro. You know what I mean? Hall of Famers are sitting on NBA TNT wishing they had rings because they had to play there. Everybody gets rings on LeBron's watch, bro. I honestly think the role would have been a lot difficult had a lot of players been healthy. You had a Steph was injured all year. Clay was injured all year. Uh, uh, KD was injured all year. Kyrie was injured most of the year. Like, it was a lot of teams that could have gave them some competition mm-hmm. that had players that were hurt. So let's sure. let's, let's let's be a hundred percent and call it spade a spade. I, okay, I, well let's talk about. I'm glad you said that. Let's talk about the teams not getting it done. Let's talk about the Celtics. Let's talk about Milwaukee. Let's talk about Philly. Let's talk about the Clippers. The teams that should have been LeBron being up against in this playoffs. They didn't seal the deal. And people want to hold it against LeBron. Like, hey, bro, it's not his fault. Your team, all you new Clippers fans, didn't seal the deal. No, we're not going to talk about it. No, no, I, I, I agree with that. I agree with that. But I, I, I do. I, I, 
for one, Philly was never going to make it. Milwaukee really didn't wow me. I, I never thought that they had a chance to beat the Lakers. I thought the only team that was capable were the Clippers. Mm-hmm. I, now, now next year when you know KD is healthy, I, I do think they can go. They they can go at the Lakers. You know, you know Kyrie, Dinwiddie. Um, I I think they got a chance to go at the Lakers, but man, uh, fuck Kyrie. Let me not say that. I, I don't. I don't dislike Kyrie, but I think Kyrie. I don't. I don't dislike Kyrie. I think sometimes his mind, his judgment is very. He's bad. an. He's an idiot. He's, he's not only does he believe the Earth is flat, yeah. which I gave him a pass for that. Like, cause I got some crazy conspiracy theories too, so I get it <laughs> as a fellow conspiracy theorist. But did you see that quote? Yeah, I saw it, bro. I uh, but again, I for for whatever reason, Kyrie just hates being told what to do. He hates the idea that he has to answer to somebody. And I, I honestly don't think he's the smartest basketball player. He's a great one-on-one player, um, but I don't I don't think he makes his team better. I think he he's he has the ability to to make big shots, and that's it. I think Kyrie is five to six inches away from being uh, a top player in the NBA. I think his style and his mentality. Is close, close to Kobe. He just, he just, he's short. He little. I, I mean, honestly, I think he could, he could, if he can learn to scale back and learn to let the game come to him, because he forces the issue a lot. Yeah. I don't think he's Kobe though. That's why he shouldn't do it. He's a point guard. I feel like he has the ability and the skill set to be a a a, a point guard. Somebody yeah. set shots. He's gonna have to do that with KD, bro. He's gonna have to. He's gonna have to. Another Westbrook situation, bro. Because honestly, I like of all the Eastern Conference teams, I want Brooklyn. I, that's what I want next year. I want Brooklyn in that finals. I want LeBron I, I, I versus KD. I, I feel like, and, and that's and that's my thing. Yeah, I feel like I gotta see that KD and LeBron matchup before you sit here and tell me you a goat. I I gotta see you go at it with KD, bro. Because I ain't gonna lie. I understand it was the Warriors, but I I saw KD get LeBron fits, bro. And, I mean, like, as he should. KD is a monster. I, I mean, I seen Steph get Brian Fitz. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I, I love Steph, team. bro. I, I love Steph. Like, I, I love, I love his game. That's, that's honestly a team that that that's a sleeper right now. I, I think, yeah. I think they can make some noise, bro. That that that's still the same group of guys, bro. And mm-hmm. they have a system that's worked before. They mm-hmm. not somebody that you you overlook, bro. Yeah, man. Yeah. Long move. Too. I mean, yeah, they can make some moves. They can, they can make a couple of moves, get some stuff done. Uh, well, LeBron you know, hey, LeBron ain't the goat. I'm, I'm sorry. You, I tell you what, though, if if Giannis ends up out there, whoo, how does that work, though? He's free agent. I'm no, I'm saying like as far as you know, uh, offensive and defensive schemes. Like, where does he? Because he's not a shooter. What is what does he do? What what's his role? Uh, you either scale back Draymond or you fucking trade him. And mm. you put Giannis in Trayvon's role. You make Giannis the primary playmaker, like they used to do. Uh, shout out to Q. You educated me on that. You was right. Um, like they used to do it. Right? I, I, I walk back when I'm wrong, bro. Like I, I don't, I don't die on the ledge if I'm wrong. Q, 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 Q said because Q said Draymond was the primary ball handler for Q and Gray actually. But uh, yeah, yeah, they was right. But you know what? It took, it took me to watch a series to realize. It. I'm like. He really does facilitate. You put Giannis in that position. 
you think Giannis is a facilitator though? I think Giannis is a ball handling big man, but I think I have faith in uh, Steve Kerr as a coach to make it work. But even if even if, if even if that's not the case, you still put him in Draymond's slot, still keep Steph the primary ball handler or some veteran point guard and let Steph play off ball most of the time and just label him as a point guard. But I think with all those shooters, Giannis doesn't have a problem. Like, hey fam, drive, get the rebound kick. Hmm. Again, now if that happens, again, that's more resistance in the West. I, I, I don't think Houston stands a chance, so I don't even count them. Um so but we're gonna see, man. I just mm-hmm. I, I seen a lot of people it, it was funny when when Miami won that game, they were up two one and they was going into the, the next game, you know, a lot of LeBron fans were quiet because it was a possibility that they could tie the series up. As soon as that game was over, I seen the LeBron sexuals out in full force, the high five and talking all oh, goat this, goat that, like, bro, chill. Like, come on, yeah. man. It's not that, bro. I, I watched Kobe, bro, for years, bro. Like, like Kobe's a better player than LeBron. He may not have the, the assist. But like Kobe was better to me, bro. Like I, I, I was, I would be more fearful of a Kobe than a LeBron, bro. I'm sorry, I, I am. This is me. Kobe's my all-time favorite player, so you're, you're definitely not gonna get an argument from me with that. And Kobe definitely belongs, belongs, in the top of the NBA history conversation. Bro, if if you put Kobe on his team, bro, this shit would've been over already. Period. It would've sure. been over. It's, it's done. I know we're uh debating basketball right now, but uh, another debate happened recently. I mean, I mean, Timberland and Swish Beast brought us a new versus. <laughs> right. Uh, you know, Donald Trump versus Joe Biden. Oh my God, bro. Uh, what's up, man? What you think? Tell, tell me your thoughts on that, bro. So I, I I watched it, you know. What I'm I normally watch the base. I try to I try to stay, you know, up to date on you know the political climate of the country and whatnot. Um, just for you know, I, I hate to be in debates and just not be informed. So I I, I tuned in, and I, I honestly I couldn't believe what I was watching, bro. It's mm. it, it's the fact that this is what America has come down to. It's I it's it's disheartening, bro. You know what I mean? I mean, I watched two rich white men argue back and forth about in their 70s in their 70s just just bicker like children you know Mm -hmm. and just when i when i look at the whole climate of you know just politics in general i just i never understood the concept where very rich people decide the fate of poor people or people that are middle class or people that you know don't have the fine i I just that makes no sense to me you know, how can somebody who's never been in your position have empathy for you and make policies for you when they've never been in your situation? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, like you, for example, mm-hmm. you're college educated. Um, you're you're pretty politically aware. You got good morals. You have all the qualities that somebody um, in office should have. Correct? Yeah, sure. Except Why not? You're not a, except you're not a millionaire. That makes no sense to me. I feel like you could make a better judgment call on what a community needs better than somebody who's far removed from a community who's a millionaire. That I just I, I just don't understand how did we get this far off. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's crazy to me, bro. Like, you can't tell me this is the best we have to offer. Mm. It's, it's just 
I, I couldn't I couldn't believe it, bro. I, I I couldn't believe I was watching that. I thought I was watching kids argue, bro. We a good joke. I'm glad you're so passionate about it because like I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I don't give a fuck at all. I don't like it's like it's hilarious to me, bro. I didn't well, I didn't watch the debate originally. I went back and no, I went back and watched bits and pieces of it for uh for for the sake of my podcast and the fact that like <laughs> everyone around me cares so much to the point where I was getting snapped on by friends and family about my take on it. But here's my thing: it's hilarious. It this is. is I'm a comedian, bro. Like this shit is funny as fuck. Like we have a fucking billionaire reality show host mm-hmm. against a temperamental former vice president they're both in their 70s they're so disconnected from reality in the real world and shit that like we go through on an everyday basis and i think it's fucking hilarious and my thing is bro you can't help but laugh at it bro (laughs) my thing is like none of neither one of the motherfuckers for us none of them are for us i I think okay let me let me let me get serious for a second (laughs) here's my thing bro I think um, I think this two-party system, Bloods versus Crips, my bad, Democrats versus Republicans, is um, extremely flawed. It was something that they came up with in the 1700s. For whatever reason, we decided not to change it, and we've just been rolling with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the concept of um, the Electoral College uh, is also flawed. fucking nuts. It's flawed. It's old. It's something that needs to be updated. Bro, it was originally the, the concept Wow, my other daughter's calling. What are the odds? <laughs> Hello, Asia. What's she doing? My podcast. Will you say hi to my podcast? Hi, Dad. Tell me hi, podcast. <laughs> hi. I gotta get a fan. Yeah, yeah. My daughters are great. Like, Asia, Malia called at the beginning of my podcast, and now you're calling. This is great. I want to talk about my business. You wanna talk about your business? All right, Sephora's plug, 30 seconds, go. Uh, I'm starting a business, it's called Melanin's Kiss, uh, and- It's called what? Come on, be clear, baby. Melanin's Kiss. Melanin's Kiss. And I sell, well, starting to, uh, hair products, nails, makeup products, custom clothing, uh, hats, jewelry. All right, you hear it there, uh, family man. My 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 daughter, she's starting her business, a melanin's kiss. She's selling all of the shit you just heard. So uh, uh, when it launches, I'll give all the information. Uh, she's currently in ninth grade, so uh, if you have kids, cousins, nieces, uh, hopefully not nephews, uh, you could look into it. And yeah, your business is now plugged with my audience, baby girl, and I will. Text you when this is over to see if you're still up. We can talk, okay? Okay. All right, love you. I love you too. Bye. Uh, what were we talking about? Family, bro. I, I don't. Nobody calls me during a podcast. Group <laughs> <laughs> chat messages and, and, and messages from. I'm telling you, bro. Daughters, daughters are great. So you know what's crazy, bro? I, mm-hmm. I like right in a guy. I so I used to be really against it growing up, and like even as I got older. But like now, like. I feel like that would be the ideal, like like having a daughter would be ideal for me. Like I think that would help me grow as a person. Like having a daughter is different. You know what I mean? Like 
You know how to raise sons is different. You know how to raise a son. Like having a daughter, I feel like it presented me a challenge. It'll force me to kind of, you know, open mm-hmm. up and, and you know, you know, tackle. Well, things. daughters, daughters are, are who's going to take care of you when you can't take and care of yourself. That's They won't put you in a home. Yeah, because my dad's fucked. <laughs> just kidding. On, I love, I love you, pops. I love you, man. I'm just yeah, joking. I ain't... live with you, bro. Not live with me, but I will definitely let him stay at his house and I will pay for his service. Me and my dad clash. I love my dad to death. I love that. I, I love that nigga to death, dog. But we clash so because we're, we're, we're like minded. Yeah, yeah. And it's crazy because I used to fight trying to be like him. And now I just kind of deal with the fact that we're very similar. We have some different views and different morals. I think we all do that, though, as like sons. Like we mm. try not to be our dads, and then one day you wake up. Like I, I realized that the other day. Like I drive the same kind of car as my father did at this age. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like we got the same mannerisms. Like I realized it literally a week ago. Like damn, I texted my brother. And I was like, "Yo, I turned into that." Like funny story. <laughs> that's why I became a well. That's what led me to become an athlete. So my dad, he put me in front of the piano at age three. I was playing the piano at three, bro. Really? Uh, yeah, I was singing, playing piano, uh, dancing. Like I was just very musically inclined. So once I came to an age where I started looking for my individuality around 11, 12, I, I got, he put me in a basketball camp and I was like, man, and I just, I just gravitated mm-hmm. towards that. And it was kind of my way of, of like, I don't want to do this music shit. Like, even like as a kid, I remember like in elementary school, my friends would be outside. My dad was like, nah, an hour piano practice first. I'm like, man, Streetlight's going to be on by then. So, um, yeah, so that was kind of my way to rebel. And, and the thing that's crazy is my dad was an athlete. He played football and ran track, but he had a really, really horrible football injury. So he was anti me playing football. Uh, He supported basketball a lot and embarrassed me by showing up with his camera and tripod and everything to my games. Oh, he was he was he was a dad dad. He was a dad dad. Uh, And then he he stopped coming because one time I I went off on him because he was like, you know, dads try to talk to you while you you know when you come out on the bench and. And I snapped on him. He was like, I'm not gonna be your games anymore then. But that's just, it's just so symbolic of how we clash because we're 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 like minded. Yeah, of course. But it's a power struggle. Yeah, no, of course. Yeah. Of course. So um all right, man, I got thrown off. Back back to back to this country, man. Back, back to the argument that we watched on national television. Yeah, so the Electoral College was actually established because um it was it was representative of of the South. Uh, and the slaves or the black people. Because, you know, the South had m- way more numbers than the North because yeah. of slaves and black people, whatever. So, and we're still using it. So their votes count more than ours. Like, it's like all this, this whole thing is just extremely comical to me. I personally feel like uh, none of these motherfuckers are for us anyway. Now, I'm voting. I'm actually voting this week because early voting is this week. Uh, yeah, for the state yeah. that I'm registered in. I don't know about everywhere else, but yeah. So, um, but with that being said, like, uh, I give a fuck without giving a fuck. I'm, yeah. not, I'm not gonna let it stress me out. Like I said, I was back home last week and I literally watched my grandmother, my uncles. The news was on 24/7. All they talked about was Trump. All they talked about was Trump. I, I, I watched arguments when I went out with friends people disrespecting the fuck out of each other. 
because that's what politics have done. And to me, it's like, okay, I'm not letting what's going on politically change me as a man and my morals. Like, mm -hmm. I'm not gonna shun anyone for who you vote for because you very may well have a good reason. If I find out your reason is because you're a supremacist or a racist or whatever, then like, you know, fuck you. I hope to catch you in the parking lot one day. But if not, if you have like valid reasons, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna hate you for it. We just disagree. Yeah, no, and, and that's totally okay. I, I just, I just think it's weird because like the way this country is going. Like, so let's take the Constitution for example. Okay. Um, according to most politicians, the Constitution is just law, right? That's for it. sure. And it, I find it odd that a document that was written in 1776 is still considered law to this day, even after all the things that have changed in this country, like. It's almost like it's almost like you get a tune-up every now and day, now and then with your car, right? Yeah. As many years has passed, and, and as many things that changed in the country, why not go back every so many years? Look at the Constitution. Look at how it applies to life today, and upgrade it or update. Well, they amend it. It just it just takes an act of God for amendments to happen. And, and that's my why is it so hard to amend stuff? Like mm -hmm. it makes no sense to me. But a lot of these policies were implemented by a certain group of people that don't want to see it change. And I just, even like I said, the way the way politics is now, why is it that, you know, you only is you you look at Congress or or any politics, they're not one of them are broke or middle yeah. class. Yeah. Who's middle class? They're all rich. I just watched them show tax returns, and these people paying three hundred thousand, four hundred thousand, like they're rich. Yeah, I was actually. Um... Uh, this guy that I met when I was out in Atlanta, um, he showed me a statistic of all the president's taxes they paid. Of course, Trump's was the lowest at 750. It was a, it was a couple in the hundreds of thousands. It was, it, well, in the thousands, maybe like one in a hundred thousands. Do you know who paid the most in taxes? Who, Obama? You guessed the black man. Are you serious? He paid over a million dollars in taxes. Wow. He was the only one. No. So, it's hard to look at shit like that and, and feel hope as a black person, as a middle class person, as a person of color, as anyone disenfranchised. It's hard to look at what's going on and not be upset. It's hard to look at that and, like I said, have hope. But unfortunately for the rest of the world, I have a very warped mind and I just really don't give a fuck because I feel like none of them are for us anyway. It's always been like that for us in this country. And no matter what, we'll be fine. We always have been. Um, and I, honestly, like, you know, um, karma always takes its place because apparently uh, Trump got the Rona. Definitely got the Rona and then, bro. What you think about that, bro? Like, 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 really? Like, what you, what you do you think it's some bullshit? Um, Yes and no. I, I I do I do think he has it because like I, I think he's been really reckless. But I, I think since he does have it, he's gonna try and use it to politicize it. Of course, um, I like like again, you know, like I say, he has. I think what's gonna happen is he's gonna act like I've been cured in three four days. I used. Well, you program. saw he just had that appearance and he yeah. took his mask off, but he he looked like he was struggling. My my father had had COVID, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and he told me that getting up and walking from one room to the next, he had a hard time breathing, right? It's crazy how it affects people differently. 
that's what it looked like when he was up there. It looked like he was he walked up those stairs and he had a hard time breathing. I could mm-hmm. be wrong, but it, it looked like no, nah, he looked he looked like he was struggling. I saw the video. He had that look like he was swallowing coughs. Yeah. Um and, and again, COVID does a lot for older people. So it's not far fetched to think that COVID is hitting him harder than it would hit somebody else. My thing is I, I feel like he's trying to say, Hey, I got rid of it quick. See, it's nothing to worry about. He's politicizing, mm-hmm. of course. But I, yeah. I definitely think he's a lot sicker than he's trying to come off as. He's not a he, if you look at him, you can tell he's not uh, the healthiest person. Yeah. Well, um, the, I know the vice, well, I don't know if fuck Trump and called it. Uh, I know the vice president debate is happening tonight. Um, yeah. I have it pulled up. I can't hear it, of course, it's a report. Oh, yeah, I, I, I'm, I got it. Same thing. I got it pulled up. Yeah. I got yeah. So um, I really won't dive into that. We can talk about it next week. Yeah. Uh, I kind of want to move on to something lighter, kind of. Yeah, let's do that. All right. So, um, man, fuck Joe Biden. Oh man, what you what what's what you what's your duty, bro? I'm so bad, bro. So you I, can't I'm, say that, bro. We just we we we're trying to pitch our you can't I love I love Joe, but I fuck him. Joe Every, like listen, I Joe. probably shouldn't be mad because I steal so much from him, but I just came to you <laughs> weeks ago with this with this marketing idea of how we're gonna record these videos to promote the podcast. And then, you know, Joe Budden's Spotify contract ends and he goes on this campaign releasing these hilarious videos of what they're going to do post Spotify whole time. I'm like, damn, I got beat to the punch. Great minds think alike, bro. It, I feel like it's ways, you know, we can still, you know, because I, I, I think I'm funnier than Joe, to be honest. I, I <laughs> think I'm funnier than Joe. So, I mean, I, I get it, but. I just, I just, I actually, I really would like them to start podcasting. I like that's that's on my in my routine. You know, I, I go to work. Um, I normally don't get a chance to listen to the Saturday podcast. So mm-hmm. on Mondays, I listen to the Saturday one. Mm-hmm. On Wednesdays, I, I mean, that's what I do with my week. And if I got an episode, sure. I miss. But like, it, it, it's weird. Like, like something like that has become a part of your routine every day. Like, same, same. I didn't realize how I miss it. Like, yo. I, it's something missing at work. Like it ain't the same. You know yeah, I, mean? I, I I didn't realize how into it I was. People tell me they're like, "Bro, you like get off his dick." Like, but I realized recently over these last couple of weeks. So I was on YouTube and I started watching the compilation videos. That's how <laughs> much I missed that podcast. I watched the one today. The uh, things that Maul said he hasn't done. Oh, bro. So let me tell you about let me tell you about that nigga Maul, bro. Let Maul so, tell it. He ain't living. He ain't live life, bro. He don't do. He's so cool. And here's the thing that pisses me off about my Maul. Maul triggers me because Maul reminds me of my best friend Nick, who's been on the podcast, Lucky Lefty. So uh, too cool, man. Nick, Nick, like he ain't never had his heart broke, man. He ain't, you know what I'm saying? Like he just he just cool. So every time Maul be like, y'all be that, shut the fuck up, Maul. But as I was watching the compilation of the shit that Maul hasn't done, I was expecting to be triggered, right? Like I wanted to be pissed off. I'm like, damn, I agree with this nigga. Like he was talking about like the, you know, they're talking about the woman spitting in their mouth. I was like, damn, a woman's never spit in my mouth either. Like, <laughs> weird, bro. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was a couple other things, man. That uh, I was just like, okay, maybe I should stop being so hard on Maul. Maybe he more he more of a real nigga than I thought he was. Because, <laughs> like, clearly, I'm siding with him. 
combination of Maul and like Rory though. No, yeah. I, I, I think I'm a, I, I think I'm a little more like Josh say it's because the the music industry does make you a tad bit jaded. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause you if you didn't been through like some situations in the media, you become slightly jaded and you're skeptical of everything from from uh, paperwork, contract, all that. You become skeptical of everything, bro. But like, no, I, I know. Like, bro, like, I'm I'm sure you can attest to that. Like, you become extremely paranoid and you don't trust a soul. <laughs> well, as as a nigga who you know, managed an artist. Uh, I've, I've been bent over without my consent, bro. bro. A, a few times and I've been got on money. I've been approached by fam- famous people that I won't name on my podcast because they may offer a job one day. We're going to talk and, about that because I'm nosy. I, I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Like, I've, I've like, say, some of you niggas in the industry are grade A top tier scammers. And, and nigga, we know. I know firsthand. So, um, yeah, yeah. I, I, that's why I like, I fuck with Joe so much. And Joe also, man, like, like, not to, like I said, not to ride this nigga dick, man. I can't help it. But he reminds me of my dad. Like, everything he stands for. Everything he's doing, everything he has done when it comes to the music industry and the, this 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 new industry that is podcasting, he reminds me of my dad. Cause my, like I told you, my dad was a producer, uh, you know, Death Row. He toured with Warren G and he tried to move back home and recreate that uh, uh, in Tennessee. So my dad, I've seen what he's gone through and, and how he tried to break barriers, but people were just too fucking small minded to, to mm-hmm. get on the ship with him. I've, I've seen, I, honestly, I, like I said, I'm not going to name drop because I don't want to, you know what I'm saying, just fuck myself up. But I've seen my dad come up with concepts, beats, ideas, songs, whatever, whatever. And I've seen bigger artists release them later without giving my pops his credit. No, that, uh, and honestly, that's all it is. Um, I, I don't know. It was an article that came out maybe three, four years ago. I think Complex did it. And it was like um, how like a lot of artists who post their music on SoundCloud were getting ripped up, ripped off by like bigger artists. Woo. Yeah, it was like a whole thing. They had like a list of songs from SoundCloud, and it had the big name artists who had songs that were that were similar. It, well, I don't know. It may not have been complicated. It was somebody that had an article about it. But like, nah, it's it's. I, I had it happen to me. You know what I'm saying? Like here, mm. like, like it, it was a real thing. Like, mm-hmm. um, it, it it happens all the time. It, it, it's unfortunate because, um, you know. You're stealing from the little guy, you know. That's how I look at it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's bogus as hell. At, at least, like, have the decency to hit him up and offer money, cause, cause I mean, there's so many starving artists, man, who just need a little bump or a little change a little to bit. make some type of inc- to make some type of impact in the industry. Look mm-hmm. out, man! Y'all got it, bro. Y'all spend money on bullshit all the time. So it's yeah. like, why not they throw someone money. a couple of stacks for they for they creative property, man? Yeah, why not? I mean, you know what's crazy, bro? A lot of them ain't real to begin with, you know? A lot of them live in a facade or putting on a front to, you know, who they, they want to portray to be, but they're not really that. So, I mean, I'll, I always try to operate on good faith because I, I believe in karma. Um, So I always try to, you know, do right by people because I always yeah. feel like it's going to pay off in the end. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So. Well, I realized, man, honestly, like around age 30 that uh, a lot of these rapper niggas are glorified actors. Like they ain't. I was, was, said that in the interview. 
Really? He literally just said it in an interview. He was like, you know, this is just entertainment at the end of the day. He was like, you know, I ain't out here doing none of this stuff. He said it. He was like, I ain't out here doing it. I respect it. But I respect I, that shit. I respect it too, because like, you know, a lot of kids look up to them. Yeah. I feel like him saying that was really important. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, this is entertainment. You know, I, I, music is fun for me. Like a lot of stuff I do talk about, I experience. You know what I'm saying? I'm not that kind of, kind of artist. But it's fucked up, man, for the younger kid, man. Like I was that that young kid. You know what I'm saying? Doing dumb shit when I went out and fighting and doing everything else, cause like I was. <laughs> no, nah, I, mean, I mean, you know what I'm saying? I was, I was easily influenced. So uh, I was, I was. <laughs> I thought niggas was really about that, bro. You know what I'm saying? So like, you know, now that I, you know, like I said, later in life, I learned, man, like, you know, these niggas really about that shit. Right, so it's a few now that's really about that shit. No, no, it, it's something to chill. <laughs> like, what's up, with, what's up with your niggas here in Chicago, bro? You know what, though? That's, I, I think that's a little bit of both, though. I think I mm. think part of it is they, they do live a certain lifestyle, but a part of it is they know if they amplify that lifestyle a bit, they'll get notoriety. Uh, I call it the, mm. uh, the Chief Keef uh, effect. You know, mm. I think people saw the blueprint and what he did, and they just try and duplicate that. You know, they don't really want to. Nobody wants to be in fear or look over their shoulder twenty four seven. But they feel like if this has a, if there's a light at the end of the tunnel, or if there's a chance I can make a living for myself, I'm gonna take this risk. Yeah, you know, and pursue that. But it's, I'm telling you, bro. Them, a lot of them guys, they don't come out the house. They stay behind the computers all day. That's like six nine, you know. That's that's not a life you want to live, bro. But you're constantly having to have security. You can't move how you want. Nobody wants to live like that. That's prison. You might as well be in jail. It's also expensive as hell. It's expensive as hell. Yeah. And he ain't selling no records right now, so you know how that's gonna end up. What happens when that money run out? You ain't got security. Oh, we already seen it. He, he he getting desperate. He disappearing. Uh, I know he tried to get an interview from Joe. Joe didn't. Joe didn't funk with it. And I think that I think he needed that. I think he needed that. So apparently he's reached out to quite a few people. He needs it. Yeah. He needs it. So, man, kids, just be ourselves, bro. It is. I mean, you're you're a unique enough individual. If you artistic and you. You got your own thing going, man. Just be yourself, bro. I, I guarantee you, you're gonna win in the end if you just be yourself. Big facts, big facts. Yeah. Um, what you been watching, man? You been watching anything recently? No, I haven't. <laughs> really? I've been hearing about all these shows. I've been hearing about uh, Love, Lovecraft Country. Woo, bro! I, I, I'm late. I'm I'm late on I'm late on that. Um. I, I just started uh, Umbrella Academy. I, I, so I'm the type of guy I wait till shows like are out and done. Yeah, yeah, to, yeah. People talk about it. I, I'm not. I wait. I wait. So I yeah. Enjoy. So, so I, um, what you? I mean, I took, I took, I took about a month and a half off from TV, honestly, because I was like when 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 COVID hit, uh, I was powering through stuff. I was becoming obsessive, and I was like, man, I, I got. <laughs> I got shit I need to get done. So I stopped. I just recently started back watching TV. Uh, I started with Lovecraft Country and boy, am I glad. The premise of it, bro. I don't, I don't know what, what's the premise of the show. I don't, I don't know. Now. I'm completely like. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. I'm trying to think of how to, let me pause this podcast. I'm going to send you this clip and that can describe yeah, bro, cause like I I we at the studio yesterday was talking about it. 
it was some, I guess it was a Halloween episode or something happened. It was these twins. They was looking evil. And I kept seeing it on my time. I'm like, what is this? Spoiler alert, spoiler alert. Man, no. what, what, what does it come? What I'm finna sound because I, I don't watch TV. Like I, I don't. I like mm-hmm. it's not a sport. I don't watch TV. Like it comes on. Uh, it's on HBO. Okay. Um. So now I'm. So now that you've seen that video, you understand how confusing. The same reaction he just had. You had the same one. I'm like, is it horror? Is it? Okay. So the best, okay, so I have two ways of describing it. Okay. So someone said, and I kind of fuck with this description, they was like, it's black adult stranger things. That's what they said. That's what they said. So it's a little along the sci-fi. My description is, it's a Jim Crow era fantasy era fantasy horror fantasy what the fuck okay you know how i say all the time my brain is a fucked up place this is a show i would write it's so random so so let me add okay so you've seen you've seen tales from the hood right Ooh, so long ago but yes you remember when the, the 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 little slave was hopping out the picture Mm-hmm. Remember that? There's some elements of that. Okay. The, okay. All right. Because that's that's what a lot of people. Been, okay. I'm gonna just watch it, bro. I, you know, I ain't even gonna. It's go. it's. Cause I feel like. Here's I, one thing I can tell you, bro. It's fucking fire. Okay. And I went into it, so I naturally go into shit that people are bigging up, wanting to hate it. I, and um, that's. And that's what I'm saying, bro. Like I don't, I don't, I, I, I do that. I did it with Game of Thrones. I did it. I didn't, I didn't hate power. I just, I didn't watch because everybody else was like, when everybody else likes something, I don't like it. I'm yeah. Just, I, I don't want to be in. Everybody like it. I don't, I don't want to be into it. Yeah. So, it's it's worth checking out. Uh, I won't talk about it. I don't want to run it for you or our listeners. I'm, I'm, no, I, it's it's on my to do list tomorrow. I'm, you know. I also really wanted to hate Power Book Two. I heard it's good though. I heard it's, I heard it's good. Just I, I heard they doing their thing with it. It's I right now, bro. It's just I. And what I like most about it is it's nothing like power. That's and that's what I heard. I, that's what that's what I heard. I heard it's really good though, bro. Yeah. Once you once you watch a little bit of that, we'll have a conversation about that too. This and I am uh, power. I started watching power. Um, I'm like three or four episodes in. Um, you know, I said I backtrack. So, so power was lit until season three. I stopped watching in season three because season three was just some bullshit. That the acting just got really bad and the writing was just the really writing bad. is atrocious after like yeah. I think it started season three, it got kind of eh, and by the end of season three, I'm like, I'm not watching this shit no more. Yeah. So I literally I, I cliff noted the hell of the rest of the episode because the rest of the series because I was just like, eh, I ain't watching this shit. Yeah. But book but, two I, I'm a documentary guy though. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I like a mm. good yeah, mm. I'm, I, I sit and watch the documentary all day. Now you're in my bag. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm with. What's the last good documentary you watched? Um, the Kevin Hart one. Don't fuck this up. The series. Oh, I never finished it, but it was good. I left off. Um, I stopped watching when his dad was asking for money. He was like, "How much? Nigga? 
I got you. <laughs> like, it, it, it gets, oh, you didn't even get to the thick of it. Yeah, that. yeah, I was in the, the, the beginning uh, of it. It get it get into when he, you know, got the, the cheating thing and mm-hmm. you know, find out the homie set the, set him up and put the camera in there and it's yeah, bro, it, it get to it. And you know what you know what I like about it though? What's that? I don't. It didn't. You know, sometimes Kevin is very good at being PC. Yeah. Up until this little, I I felt like he was very squeaky clean, almost like LeBron. For sure, he was. Yeah. He's really, really good at. Like Dave Chappelle mistake. Like Dave Chappelle said, he was one mistake away from perfect. He was one. He he really was. I think he did a good job of showing that. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Okay. Yeah, I can see somebody like him making because some people were like, "How could he do this? How could he mess up?" He does a really good job of going in depth and showing like, hey, look, I fuck up too. You know what I mean? Like, and then I, I, another element I liked was he showed uh, the plastic cup boys and the guys around him. He, oh, really yeah, yeah. I, I thought that was a- Reminds me, last episode, the writer, comedian, that I, we talked about that, right? Well, I was talking about like his, one of his writers has a good stand-up special. Yeah, 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 yeah. David Arnold, that's what I'm talking about. Oh, that's yeah, what I was talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's stand up special. Anyway, go ahead. Sorry. But no, it it, it was it, I, I thought it was really cool how he showed everybody else. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So, you know, the roles they played and, and the things like I, I thought that was really cool. And that, it, it it brought up the importance of just having um like we talked about having, you know, just a good core group of friends around you. Like you can tell they're just a really good core group of guys that have yeah. been together for a long time. And you know, now they they all you know successful together. So I just thought that was really important. Um, I thought that was a good part to uh, kind of highlight, especially with black men. Um, so you said something. So that's gonna segue me into another topic, but we're gonna come back to documentaries because I do want to talk. Okay, about no, this. no, let's do that. So one of my really good friends, uh, Cam, man, shout shout out to my homegirl Cam. Uh, I know her Instagram name is Curve Queen with a K. I think her Twitter might be the same. Listen, she is the funniest woman I personally know. She's fucking hilarious. Like her, her Twitter's nothing but trolls. And she keeps me dying on a constant. So I was like, I was like, Ken, what should we talk about on the podcast tonight? She's like, why men suck? Because that's what she's always talking about online. Like I said, stay away from Kevin Hart. So we're going to talk about why men suck. I'll lead this off if you don't mind. No, so ladies. Cleaning up, like go ahead. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. Ladies, 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 ladies. Uh, this is uh representative Tramel coming to you live uh to represent all black men. So, first and foremost, why do we suck? For one, y'all are way fucking smarter than us. We're stupid. We're fucking stupid. We're emotionally dumb. I'm guilty of this. I'm yep. pretty sure most of my guys can relate. Y'all be on some next level shit with the emotions. We don't get it. I don't know what to tell you. Either switch to women or be patient. Um, yeah, that's one. Uh, another thing is we talk about the Kevin Hart situation. All right. Yeah. It takes a special type of man to ignore your inner caveman. So what do I mean when I say that? I'll tell you. Um, it's all of us, no matter how moral we are, no matter how spiritual we are, there's always a little demon inside of us that's like, fuck, 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 fuck. There's an ass, fuck it. 
So it takes a while to really build up <laughs> the discipline mm-hmm. to ignore that side of you. Because I mean, let's be honest, you outnumber us for one. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of you look amazing. The advancement in medical technology, makeup, it's online filters. A lot of these hoes are a problem. I'm gonna keep it hundred with you. Like it's hard to go online and not see an ass that makes you be like, damn. Mm. It's hard. But if you do, it's then hard to be like, I'm not gonna fall for the thirst trap. Mm-hmm. And let's take someone like Kevin Hart, for instance, bringing it full circle. You see that? I'm working on this podcast shit, bro. <laughs> I'm talking from a very base level, regular nigga standpoint. Okay, I'll, I'll, cause that was gonna be my point. Mm. So regular guy, okay. You, you wanna take this? You, you wanna, would you like to continue this? So, okay, cool. A, a regular guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, pause for a second. Mm-hmm. Let's put, let's, let's think of Kevin Hart for a second. Mm-hmm. Um, Extremely successful black man, celebrity, mm-hmm. very rich. Rich. Um, it would be hard pressed for somebody like me, who's average as fuck, to um, judge somebody like Kevin Hart because he's being put in a situation where if he's in a room full of 30 women, 29 and a half of them will want him. Throw the pussy like Mahomes. Correct. So. It is hard for me to imagine being in that situation where I do have something good at home to, to, to be in a situation where I have to turn down 29 and a half beautiful women. Mm. Now, I'm not saying he's right for doing what he did, but just understand how difficult it is for him to resist that temptation. Now, ladies, if you're in a room full of Trey songs mm. and thorns, Boris Cujo. Or Boris, Idris Elba, whoever you you ladies choose, it would be hard pressed for you guys to say that. Yeah, I can go home to my man. Now, do I think you guys will do a better job at resisting temptation? Absolutely, because y'all got better control than us. Mm-hmm. But you gotta understand the way we are wired. <laughs> it's so, like that demon, bro. Yeah, we don't we don't necessarily think with. We think from a different part, basically, right? Yeah. And then what's so crazy is, ladies, you guys think it's, it's funny because you guys think it's way deeper than what it really is. It's not. It's just there's no feeling involved. No, it's not even as deep as you think. Because as soon as, like, we, we finish, like, it, we snap back to normal. Like, I shouldn't have did that. This was stupid. I shouldn't be here. I don't even like her. She low key. Mm-hmm. Yeah, ass nose. I don't even, like, we really don't understand like, like y'all don't understand how simple it is for us like it's it's not as emotionally as involved as you think it's not it's not it's not it's not it's not it's, it's, it's not, not at all it's not at all but i don't think it's all men though i don't think it's i don't think it's all men i do think sometimes women need to do better at vetting men because some of us are stupid and y'all be trying to save us don't oh they don't want to hear that they want it. We're not gonna do it. We're not gonna do that. We're not gonna do that. This is for camp. We're not. We're not. We're not. But I, I will camp. say this: some of us can't be saved. So, ladies, don't waste your time on us. He don't want to be saved. But Cam, we are gonna stick to your topic. Why, man, suck? We're cavemen. And to my young fellas out there, man, take it from an OG. I, I'm at 36. I can be an OG, right? Bro, I, bro, low key. <laughs> some niggas that's 27 are considered old now. They, these that's facts. Like, they get it in. Yeah. 
So to to my my less experienced thirsty ass, I fly chicks out that I only talk to twice on Twitter. Ass niggas. That's a thing. Corny ass nigga. Anyway, um, if you have a woman and you really really love her, right, and you 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 want it to work, you don't want to lose her. You don't want to lose her. Before you shoot that come through text, before you jump in that DM. I'm gonna be honest. Jack off and see if you feel the same way. What did I just say? Mm-hmm. We go right back to my when 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 I was in the military, one of my one of one of my sergeants, one of my big sergeants, man, I ain't gonna I ain't gonna say his name. <laughs> he used to call it getting the poison out. Like, hey, mm-hmm. bro, get that poison out of you, bro. You gonna make a bad decision. Mm-hmm. Bible, you hear me? Bible, because. Five seconds after you're done, you're gonna be like, I don't even want this bitch no more. <laughs> like, let me go watch anime. It's almost like I wish they should do a study on it, but like, you legit, it's like you have two, you're two different people. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Bro, that, that, that post, that post nut clarity it, it, it's, it's real. It, Man. And I wish, but you know what I think it is sometimes? I think, I think because women are, are, are very uh, complex, I think. They forget how simple we are. Yeah, yeah, we we we're very simple. Also, women like so. Yeah, we're talking about the niggas who actually cheat. But um, I'm gonna keep it a buck with y'all too. Y'all give us way too much credit. Too much like credit. some women think that like we go out and it's just it's it's a pussy parade and women just throwing that thing at us. It's not. I like y'all think we leave the house. We just fuck it like nine times out of ten. We want to get away with y'all to be around other men to do man shit. We want to watch the game, drink beer, talk shit about nothing that matters in life, like LeBron, like we did for the first 45 minutes. <laughs> That's what we do. Yeah, we're, we're, we're simple. Um, but also, like Sonny said, man, like, uh, like, like, check your selection, for real, for real. Like, you know, and, and this is like my real advice to my homegirl. Um, yeah, man, like, peep game. Cause like niggas will tell you what they own, man, and what type of time they own. Cause I'm gonna tell you straight up, man. If someone's really like interested, they're gonna pursue. Mm-hmm. I've never been truly, truly interested in a woman, received a text and didn't respond for two days. Yeah. Nah, fam. You 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 getting a thirty second reply? Yeah, yeah. No, and 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 that's true too. That's true too. We when ladies, y'all gotta y'all gotta y'all gotta read the signs because like mm-hmm. when a dude wants something, we're gonna go for it. Like that's that's facts. Like we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna put our effort into that. Like that's what we want. Like we're gonna go for what we want. Again, yeah. it's, that, it's that caveman complex, right? Exactly. Yeah. Also, we're 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 wired to fix, provide, fix. We're we're wired to fix. Mm-hmm. So if you got if you got a nigga man and he is all he's doing is looking for you looking for you to do for him like he's never he's never offering or trying to to protect to provide he ain't that interested yeah or 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 to just find out your interests you know really yeah really. connect yeah yeah and that's I I think that I think that's one of the main things too you know a lot of times you know um, those those surface level dudes, you know what I'm saying? You gotta mm-hmm. you gotta stay away from that. The all oh, what you wearing, things like that. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Only hit you up when it's time to fuck. Really interested. He's gonna really 
try and find out your thought process, your likes and dislikes, um, your tendencies. You know, he's really yeah. trying to get to know you. So just just keep in mind, like pay attention to those 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 signs because that'll let you know, like, okay, he's serious, he's for real. So what yeah. what's her name? What's her name again? I'm sorry. It's Curve Queen on social media. Uh yeah, Curve Queen, just hang in there, G. Like it it ain't all it ain't all shade. You know, it ain't all bad. Trust me, it's, it's, it's some genuine guys out there. Just Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Matter of fact, let me look up her, her social media, man. So yeah. so my niggas that's she may be she may be curving too, man. I don't know, man. Curve queen. She's one thousand percent curving. Like I said, she yeah. is hilarious. So uh yeah, curve queen with a K. Uh straight through. But yeah, she um <laughs> fucking amazing person, fucking hilarious. Uh follow her. Like not even on all thirsty shit, man. Just follow her. She she's fucking great, bro. She she'll give you a laugh, if nothing else. But yeah, she 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 want me to talk about that on my pod, man. I'm like, I got you, I got you. But next time, I'm gonna hey. talk about why women suck. Hey, yeah, yeah, nah, nah. <laughs> Always two sides to a coin. You feel me? Yeah. <laughs> but no, nah, man, that, that's that's legit, man. I mean, even looking back at some of some of my past and and decisions that I made, I'm like, Trey, you're a fucking dummy, bro. Like, what was you? What was you? I think that's gross though. Like, because there's times where I look back at you know situations I've had. I'm like, yo, I was I was bogus for that, or I, I was wrong for this. When you can sit back and finally admit, like, yo, I was a problem, or I did this, or I did that. I think that's when you really start to um I honestly get better when it comes to dating. Like, if you can mm-hmm. understand your mistakes and your flaws, when you approach somebody different, man, this is this is a different type of feeling, bro. Like, you you really have clarity. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the thing I've been working on lately, man, is, is transparency. So mm-hmm. I was the type of person where if I felt some type of way, like I'll ghost you. Like if you made me feel like if my pride was a motherfucker in my past. And if you, if I feel like you approach me sideways, like, bitch, what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? Like, I'll ghost you. That used to be me. Now it's like, if I fuck with you, if I really like you, mm-hmm. I'll be like, hey, man, remember that conversation from Tuesday? That made me feel like this. Mm-hmm. And I'll see how they react. Yeah. And if it's something where they're like apologetic or at least explanatory, like, well, I didn't mean to, this is how I meant it. Mm-hmm. We, we're we cool. We can keep flowing. But there's some toxic motherfuckers out there, bro. And you bring right. shit up and they'll try to shit on your manhood. And it's like, I ain't got time for that because I got a temper. So I'm going to let bro, you bounce. Hey, I, I hear you, bro. I, but again, like I said, it, I think the reason I, I'm so transparent now is I hate being misunderstood. So if I if that's I, real, I feel some type of I I don't want no misconception. I don't want nothing to get misconstrued. I'm gonna tell mm-hmm. you how I feel that way. You know exactly what it is, and I will let you choose to deal with it how you want to deal with it. But I'm gonna tell you what it is. I'm, yeah. I, I don't want you to misunderstand. I don't, you know, go back and tell a different story. Like this is what it is. So take it out. Take take it or leave it. You know. So um, it's about growth. Um, I think like I said, uh, end of the day. They ain't easy, especially in this this day and age with the whole DM slides and the internet stuff. But I mean, again, some of you motherfuckers finding love though. Shit, I've been yeah. seeing so many new relationships and shit. One 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 girl I I follow, man, she she met a nigga post COVID and they just got married. I'm like, yo, that's what's up. You wild, but that's what's up. I hope it work out. Yeah, no, I more power to it. But you yeah. know what though, it, it, it's a good chance that they got a good chance to know each other you know what i'm saying with COVID. For sure, for sure for sure because this this is a very trying time man like you yeah. you really 
you're gonna go through some shit during times like this, man, mm -hmm. for sure. Unless you just like not social distancing, you just treating it like it's regular life. And in that case, fuck you, because you're part of the real problem. But if you really are like, you know what I'm saying, considerate, not trying to get sick, not trying to get your family sick, like shit ain't open like it was. You gotta get more creative. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've been talking a lot, bro. We've, we've gone off my topic list. Do you have anything you want to cover? <laughs> Honestly, it really, I just had the debate. I had, I had LeBron. Um, I, I, I definitely, I, I covered pretty much everything I had. I had, um, yeah, that's about it, really. Okay. I, I go on LeBron longer, but I, I think I said what I had to say. So, you know, uh, Jordan is the GOAT, always will be. Um, shout out to my boy Kobe. Rest in mm -hmm. peace. Um, yeah, that's about it. So let me say something about Kobe, man. Kobe was my first and only role model. Really? Yeah. So when I was a kid, I feel like a lot of the people you were supposed to look up to, like honestly, were corny. <laughs> Kobe was the first person like I related to, man. Like his dedication. Like Kobe was a Kobe was a psychopath about basketball. Yeah. And I I I wanted to mimic that in everything that I went after, bro. Like, I saw, I saw one time he like studied sharks or tigers or some some apex predator in the wild <laughs> to give him the leg up on the people who guard him. Yeah, like, like, what is wrong with you? Um, I, I didn't have a big brother growing up, so Kobe, I looked at Kobe like a big brother. Like, I mean, even like Sonny, I used to talk like him down to the way he talked. I would try to talk like Kobe. Like it's, it's nuts, man. It still hasn't set in that he's not with us. I know it's been months. It still hasn't set in. It's I, still weird. It's still weird. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's again, like I said, it's still weird. I just, like I said, when I, I guess I don't want people to think I'm, I'm not hating on LeBron. I'm not. I promise I'm not. I just think a lot of times people, people just forget, dog, what Kobe was, bro. Like you could you could say what you want about him not passing, him not, but it's not a a player that went against Kobe that wouldn't that wouldn't say that he was one of the greatest players they ever played against, bro. And I'll say this to you motherfuckers. He didn't have to pass. And, he, and, and that that'd be the argument they use with Jordan. They look at the assists and they 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 look at the, the points. It's like bro Jordan went to college for two, three years. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. so of course yeah. he's more stats. He played longer. You know what I mean? Like it's a style. Season. Jordan was doing the same stuff at 35, bro. It's a style. And Kobe's attention to detail was just unmatched, bro. Like he spent an entire offseason working with Hakeem Olajuwon on footwork. What shooting guard in history gave a fuck about footwork? Footwork, bro. I did I, I love I did, it. I said y'all talk about LeBron wasn't he wasn't a scorer like like Kobe. He's not a scorer like like Kevin Durant. I watched oh. him go one on one. Terrible one on one. He has three moves. <laughs> bro, I, I, I put it on Facebook. I'm like, I watched him at the top. I'm like, Brian has no moves. He does the look at the ball, step back three. Step back three. He has the one-legged fadeaway mm -hmm. with the shimmy. And then he just throws his shoulder. And he powers. That's it. That's all he needs, though. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I ain't mad at it. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. I'm not, I'm not mad at it. He has developed a jump shot, and that's very impressive for someone of his stature. He will. He, he has. He has. But this is, I, I watch I watch guys like Kobe. Hell, I watch Iris and bro, like, he, I, they were more skilled than, than LeBron and me. 
I don't think Iverson's that skilled. What? No. Do you not know? You talking about Bubba Chuck? Bubba Chuck. I'm gonna tell. I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you a couple of things. For one, Bubba Chuck had a crossover. Uh, number two, uh, Gilbert Arenas recently said this on a podcast because they asked Gilbert. No chill, Gil. No chill, Gil. Shout out to Gilbert, man. He was. He was. Gilbert was high. When I say Kobe was up there, Gilbert wasn't far away. He wasn't far. Like, I love Gilbert, bro. I love him as a player. I love him more as a man. Chill, Gil. Go ahead, bro. Nice. Right. So Gilbert, man, on the podcast, he was asked, would he rather guard Kobe or Iverson? He said Kobe. Controversial, right? But but no, I'm gonna hear why though. Okay, okay. I listen. That's why that's why that's, that's why I fucks with you, bro. Yeah, you want to know the why before you go in. Yeah. He said Kobe was gonna fuck you up, right? Mm-hmm. But Kobe is gonna get to his spot, catch the ball, he's gonna fill you out, he'll pass it back out. Re- reposition, get it again. You know what I'm saying? Like, you had time off, for lack of better words. Okay. He said, Allen Iverson, Bubba Chuck, Bubba Chuck, VA's finest, was 1,000 miles an hour for the entire game on both ends of the court. He was I like, mean- Bubba Chuck will guard you, be in your jersey, dive out of bounds to save the ball, run back in, catch it, run full speed and score a bucket. And he was like that the whole game. He was like within like a few minutes of of playing against Iverson, you were exhausted. Yeah. Cause that motherfucker didn't stop. He didn't stop. And you know, I got a I got a theory about about AI. I really think he was a better football player, but mm-hmm. I think he would last longer in basketball. And that's what the scary part about it. This oh yeah. Is my second best sport. And mm. I'm a like, come on, dog. Iverson is, is, Allen Iverson is the definition of God-given talent. Yeah. I mean, even you, you look at him, it's like, okay, to the untrained eye, he's a small basketball player. Yeah. But as the trained eye, he's 5'10", but the motherfucker got like a 6'5", six, 6'6", six, six wingspan. He was jumping out the gym. Jumping out the gym. He was a lot stronger than he looked. Uh, I mean, he just... This is AI. I mean, AI. That that's somebody I looked up to a lot, just for what he did, you know, culturally as well. You know, I I feel like he was a reason. You know, um, you know, hip hop kind of merged with the NBA. Even though a lot of NBA players already listen to hip hop, I feel like he had a lot to do with you know the merging the two. Like basketball and hip hop became hand in hand. You know. Oh yeah, he was a cultural icon. Like yeah, yeah, yeah he, he he. Iverson, in my opinion took basketball to another level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, like you said, he bridged the gap between our culture and a sport that mm-hmm. used to be dominated by white boys. I mean, even point guards, you know what I'm saying? Like, you look at those 80s and 90s basketball teams, they all had slow, fundamental white guys. Mm-hmm. And, and, and you know, Iverson comes around, it becomes cool to have the elite dribbler, flashy dribbler, flashy passing guard on your team. Uh, much respect to Bubba Chuck. I've actually seen him a few times in life. Never got to meet him. Never got to speak I, to I him. Think once I was so shocked that I was like, he's not six feet. Oh, hell no. He's like, but like when I, I, I saw him, I was, I, was, I was at a game and he was like right, like a, a couple mm-hmm. rows ahead. And I was like, I, I legit was all like, yo. He he kicks it. He well, he used to kick it tough in in Atlanta. You you can see really? him out a lot. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, him, him and I probably seen him and Charles Barkley more than I've seen any other celebrity in life. Yeah. 
Oh my god. I see Twister all the time. <laughs> Twister? I see Twister all the time. Oh my god. Have I seen the celebrity Chicago? Uh, R. Kelly was in persona that night, but that nigga don't count. I, I don't I've seen him a million times, but I he was definitely talking to little girls on song too. Um, really? Fucking weirdo. This is a true story. My real quick, um my, my, my parents owned a health club for kids, right? Mm. It was specifically for kids. It was in Lincoln Mall. I never okay. did in there working and you can ask the guys in the group chat I, I talk about this all the time r kelly's in the mall right walking around he comes in and he's like man what's this some like health club or something i just look at him like you don't see weights and stuff in here i'm like i'm like yeah bro it is so i shit you now he walks out he goes to the middle of the mall now mind you it's uh finish we're next to finish line it's three girls in there i know for a fact they're in high school because i know them they come in there they used to buy gatorade from you know the health club all the time so i know they're in high school r yeah. kelly's talking Sitting there chatting them up. Hour later, they leave with them. Well, you know, high school, bro. I knew something was up when, when before all the shit hit the fan. He was banned from Kenwood. You know that, right? He couldn't come on. Couldn't come Um, on Kenwood campus. Kenwood's a high school, by the way, for you non-Chicago listeners. Girls from my high school used to used to go to his house, and I know for a fact they went to his house because they would describe the house to a T. The little little grotto-looking pool or whatever looks like the grotto at the play when. That mm. was it. Like, I know for a fact, bro. Like, I know plenty of girls used to go over there, bro. 14, 15. That's facts. Weird, nasty-ass nigga. All right, I ain't giving this nigga too much of my air time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, have, I only have a couple other things. Uh, apparently, governor, mayor, some political holding seat-ass nigga in Florida has approved of, I guess, sporting events to be fully open. Apparently, they said the Dolphins can... Do your own research, but I think they said full capacity at the Dolphins games. Nigga, you're stupid. Uh, like I said, do your research to make sure that's that's true. I saw it on a whim right before the podcast started. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, another thing I had on, I'm just going to run through real quick. Uh, I have their name written down, but I don't want to mention their name on a podcast. I, I'm just, you know, I'm one of those people, bro. I'm not, I'm not giving you pub, even though right. my audience ain't the biggest, but anyway, fuck you. Uh, it's a group of white boys, the PB&Js is what I'm going to call them, apparently put oh, out a yeah, call yeah. on Instagram where if Trump don't win, they're going to go to war with Black Lives Matter or Black people or whatever. Um, good luck, Cracker. Um, the last thing I have is the Black investment movement. Black people, my brothers, my sisters, I've seen you out here doing your investing in stocks, real estate, starting businesses during the uh, quarantine. That was my Xbox controller. Uh, (laughs) Shout out to you uh, for trying to better yourself during these times. If you haven't got on the hustle, don't listen to these niggas talking about it's COVID and you got time and you need to hustle, blah, blah, blah. Do shit on your time. You know what I'm saying? Do shit on your time. If this is your time for rest, Mm -hmm. it's your time for rejuvenation. If this is your time to just not give a fuck about shit, do shit on your time. Everyone's time is different. But if you are one of the ones who chosen to invest during this movement, listen, I'm all for it. I'm here with you. I've been investing in a lot of shit. I've been looking into more shit to get into. Um, as you hear, I've been putting my kids on the game. Y'all, y'all heard it firsthand. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I, this ain't no cap right here. Like, this, this, it's time for black people. Like, people being so, so passionate about politics and everything going on in the political world, get passionate about that. That's 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 how we make our, our ourselves relevant. That's how we make a difference. Like, yeah, vote by all means, vote. And I'm gonna be, I'm behind with you. 100 with you. Uh, moment of full transparency. I was not going to vote this year. 
I wasn't. Honestly, I don't give a fuck about either one of the candidates. I think they're both dog shit. And I'm sick of the two-party system. But after hearing the passion and the people that I care about, about me not voting, I decided to vote. Uh, that will be done by the end of the week, like I said, uh, early voting mm-hmm. this week. But the way we really make a difference outside of voting, economics. Mm-hmm. We already are the most influential culture on the world. Invest, invest, invest. All you niggas here uh, in my city, that's now my home, Chicago, that's killed each other over blocks that you don't own, put that energy where it belongs. Own the fucking block. Mm-hmm. Own the block. Own the block, nigga. Rent ain't owning. Own the shit. Own it. Say no disrespect to no set, no disrespect to no nobody. But nigga, do it right. Own the shit. Like that's how we take back over. That's how that's how we that's how we make a difference in this country. That's how we make our voices heard. The powers in the almighty dollar. Yeah, I uh I, I agree with all that. Um yeah. Yeah, uh, invest, um, educate yourselves too. Don't just jump in anything blind. Um, you gotta start start reading more. Um, mm-hmm. uh, what else? Uh, as far as voting, you don't like who, who who's in office. You, you got a big following. You Mister Popularity. Go go run for office. It takes a couple okay. of hundred um, to get on ballots for for things. Um, local elections. Um, make sure y'all getting involved with y'all with y'all community. Go to town hall meetings. Find out what's going on. Um. You know, this is not just uh, every four-year thing. You know, it's two-year elections. It's it's it's, it's things that go on in the community every day. Go go be involved. Get active. Get active, Illinois. Y'all have the fair tax vote coming up. Oh yeah, absolutely. Read up I on it. Look into not, it. That's not even just a read. Read up on it. Go research. Read up on it. Do your research. Do your research. Yeah. But yeah, man, that's all I got, bro. You you got anything you want to say before we get out of here? man i just want to uh shout out to everybody that, that listens um shout out to everybody that shares the podcast um, i know a lot of people may hit me up saying they enjoy it um so we're just gonna keep doing what we do man that's it so uh just keep tuning in with us uh make sure you follow the page adhd adhd podcast i can't talk um yeah man just stay tuned stay tuned man uh listen to the podcast like obviously you listen to it but share it man share it we're trying to, yeah. we're trying to do big things we're gonna stay consistent We've also been working on some things behind the scenes to make it better. Uh, as as apparently the nigga who dick around all the time, Joe Button, uh, says, we're trying to take it to the next level. Uh, we really are. We really are putting a lot of work in. I'm a, I'm a drag Sonny in here so we can do this in person. <laughs> I'm getting my my schedule. This is your mic, by the way, that I'm using. Is it? Yeah, this is yours. What kind of mic is that? That's a... I'll tell you as we get up. But uh, <laughs> it has to stand. I don't even have a stand on mine. But I this 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 you right here. Oh yeah, I can spit some on that boy. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. But uh, yeah, y'all, y'all stay up. Uh, drink your water. Be good. And yeah, man, we'll holler at y'all next week. Yeah, yeah, we out.